previously on Ashes of the Order. I'm Amy Kammerman, I play Lahela Bell, I'm a Togruta, and I'm a Jedi Counselor. I'm Derek Kammerman, I'm Admiral, I'm a clone smuggler gunslinger. I'm Colleen Benson, I'm Brokti, I am a Twi'lek mystic. Where we last left off, you were getting into, or getting back on the Ronin to go on your very first bounty hunting mission. You found that Sid from the freelancers had beamed some information to the Ronin after your meeting. Your target is the disgraced freelancer known as Tuscar, a Trandoshan who had worked for them through the Clone Wars, but never really made himself any friends. He had boned in on another freelancer's job, a Wookiee named Palbaka, and killed the bounty who needed to come in alive. The target was the foreman of a small manufacturing concern wanted for corruption. Now Tuscar and a handful of stooges or hold up on the manufacturing station high in the atmosphere of the gas giant Colstev 3. And now, can we roll some force dice? Oh, yeah. Oh, where's my dice? <laughs> Podcasting 2020. <laughs> I got it. Don't worry. I put it in a safe space, a safe space that I remember. I'm so, so shocked to remember. The amount of times that when we were getting our stuff repaired, we never we were actually able to like remember this and go to your place, Chris. Colin would always be like, what did I do with my things? Where's my character sheet? <laughs> oh, God. You may fire when ready. One light side. Oh, one dark side. And then you have to roll for me as well, don't forget. One, one dark side. Great. Oh, balance to the force. Okay, so you have uh, yeah, one light side point and two dark side points then. And I trust you will remember that and how they work in full. Uh, yep, yeah, 100%. Um, I have a cat lying on my paperwork, and it's not not useful to anybody's day. That's not ideal. I've sent you guys a copy of the map, which will show you sort of the general outline of the station as you see it from space. QP planned a course that takes you to the airlock, which is A on the map. Admiral, I'm assuming you're helping him pilot? Oh, 100%. Okay, so how do you want to go about docking on the station? Like, they're going to be, a, they're going to be aware that you docked at some point? Mm-hmm. What we need to determine here now is how obvious you are going to be in your approach. So I'll let you kind of pick what you want to do, and you can, can combine skill roles with QP13 as you're both uh, pilot and co-pilot. And yeah, just how would Admiral go about docking uh, to the station? Um, okay, well, Admiral would definitely try to get to the station um, kind of as quietly as possible. Um, so obviously that the guy we're trying to capture doesn't know where we're coming from or anything like that. So uh, I think you would try to jam their um, scanners so that way they wouldn't know what's going on. Try to buy us a little bit of time. Okay, so I'll need you and QP to make checks here. So like, would you try and do the jamming yourself or would you tell QP to do it while you pilot? I would tell QP to jam their, jam their scanners and I would pilot. <laughs> Mostly because, you know, I'm horrible at computer stuff. QP is really good at computers, though, because he is a bit of a slicer. 
And that's why Admiral was totally cool with him coming along. Three advantages and two successes. Two successes means that you get a plus green die to your computer's check. And then advantage is good then. That means that it's plus one to affected target. So I would say that means that you've successful. That sounds very successful, yeah. <laughs> okay, and Admiral, if you want to make your piloting planet, uh, planetary. Yeah. Planetary? You're within the atmosphere. Okay. Um, are there any difficulty check or dice on this? Um, be a medium. So is that two purple? Yes. Two successes and a threat. Okay, so that counts as a success then, yeah. Um, so QP jams their system successfully. And you take the ship through a solid uh, docking approach. And you get yourself lined up to the airlock, no problem. Perfect. Woo. I'm such a good uh, pilot. means... They are not going to be on high alert, so big success. That means we can sneaky sneak. Sneaky sneak. Sneaky sneak! Okay, so yeah, as I mentioned, the ship is in like the upper layers of the atmosphere of Cold Stuff 3, like the Jupiter-esque gas giant. And yeah, you've got a sort of a general idea of the layout of the station just based on watching the ship as you approached it through that uh, smooth docking maneuver there. The airlock snaps open and awaits your boarding party. Now QP turns away from the console and kind of chirps at you. Uh, Masters, do you need my assistance or do you need me to stay with the ship? Ooh. I feel like we're gonna need you with us, QP, with your superior computer hacking skills. Um, they might be useful to us, getting us through this station. Someone won't try to steal our ship? Well, that's why we lock it, lock it down, uh, Rokti. That way they can't steal our ship. Okay. QP will chirp an affirmative, and uh, his goal is going to be gonna, to stay behind you guys for the most part, unless directed otherwise. But it just uh, we'll just assume going forward that he is tottering along behind you as we move around the ship. Yeah, so you're all ready? Everyone's set to go? Of course. And of course, Admiral will have his heavy blaster pistol out and at the ready. And Broti has drawn her nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but she's gonna come up like beside Admiral, and just be like, "What does one need when capturing a criminal?" Well, Rokti, uh, typically a weapon, so that way you know we can defeat them. What about something else? I don't have that. Well, from what I've seen in the past, you seem to be pretty proficient with the force, so that might be useful. Okay, I'll just stay to the back. Lahela's the one good with weapons. Sounds good, child. Lahela will like look back and forth between Admiral and Rokti and give a sigh. Really not pleased that they're doing a bounty hunting mission. Weapons will come to last resort, let's remember. We're going to try to take this guy alive and peacefully. It's the Jedi way. Well, I feel like these these guys aren't going to come peacefully, so we'll likely have to use force. Lahela will give him a stern look and ignore him and just walk off the ship. Well, Admiral will shrug and follow after Okay, I'm just preparing another visual aid. Standby for transmission. You go into the airlock, the door closes behind you, goes through all the hissing and motions and whatnot. There are no interruptions or obstacles as you go through. Um, it's about a 15 foot long hall, just to the other end. Um, and then the airlock hisses open again on the other side. The blast doors at the other end of the, of the airlock open and reveal a large cargo hold with stacks of crates. Straight ahead, you see an industrial cargo door up near the ceiling, which is about 50 feet high. Uh, a large clawed crane runs on tracks throughout the room, allowing the staff to move individual crates. 
These crates are 10 feet in all dimensions and stacked. Directly to your left is a stack of three, as well as to your right. Um, and you can see three Aqualish men are bickering by the crane controls directly across the hold, and their backs are turned to you. Um, I've sent you an updated visual aid, uh, which shows you the placement of where the crates are. Okie dokie. And you said, where, where are the Aqualish? Uh, straight at the other end. I think that Rokti and Lahela are probably waiting on Admiral to make some kind of moves. Yeah, Rokti's behind Admiral, just waiting to literally follow exactly what he does. Well, Admiral's going to try to, uh, I guess, sneakily go to the left there behind some of the crates to get a little bit closer to these goons and then try uh, to work like... his way up towards those other crates uh, up there on the upper left. Okay, how's, how's your stealth? Um, not bad. <laughs> I have four green, so I have four in my agility. Oh, okay, but you're not trained in it in any way. Uh, no, I'm not trained in it. Okay, so with the score you've got, just to have that four agility, I'm not going to check that you can get, you know, five feet to your left. <laughs> Sounds good. Lahila would follow close behind him, trying to be quiet as well. I'm, like, trying to do exactly what he does, like, awkwardly stepping where he steps. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you you make it behind this next row of crates, uh, no problem, and QP totters along behind you. The men are still bickering, uh, but you really can't tell at this long distance what they're talking about. Admiral's going to kind of whisper to his uh, force compatriots and wonder if they're able to get close enough to um, our enemies, would they be able to maybe throw one of those boxes at our at our enemies? Rocky will kind of like jump on the balls of our feet. They're like, I can't, I can't, I can do that. Why are we just instantly going to the attack? We should just try to sneak by them. They haven't done us anything wrong. Right. Right. That's what Jedi do. <laughs> <laughs> These kind of men will not, will not take kindly to us being here and they will not hesitate to shoot and kill us. So we have to get on them now. If they attack us first, then we can defend ourselves, but we are not attacking them first. We discussed this on the ship, that we were going to try to do this peacefully. You said that. I did not agree to it. Is there even a way to sneak by them without noticing? Well, there are all these boxes around. I'm sure that we could continue to sneak behind the crates. Doesn't really look like there's going to be a way by without them noticing us. No, unless we create a distraction... We can still throw boxes, just not at them. It's called thinking like a Jedi. You should learn how to do it. Well, you do what you do then. I will let you take the lead because you won't let me do what I do. So then Lahela, pleased that she got away with telling them off, will look to Rokti and be like, all right, Rokti, do what you do best and distract them. Move those boxes around. Okay. Just know we'll probably put the station on high alert. Rokti's right, going to look around. Um, don't really know what box to... <laughs> so I'm going to to go to the left because that's where we're closer i'll motion for everyone to like get behind the one side so we can't be seen and then i'm gonna push the one on the right i want to knock that one so that they actually have to like go down more so we can run up you know okay let me just pull up the force power push or move whatever the hell it's called i upgraded that so much i could do so this. much yeah she can do like <laughs> large creatures and stuff yeah i would say that you would be able to pull it at, at your skill level yeah like if you pass your check okay do you want let's try that what am i rolling so you have a force rating of one just because you're like the level of character that you are so you're basically just rolling one force dice and then based on the results you can do or do not do things I got two light side points. You focus for a moment on the crates across the room from you. 
and uh, you're able to to pull it off of the crate that it's sitting on. So that you you you've knocked the top crate over, and it spills uh, down towards you because you're pulling it. Yeah. Uh, but it does make a hell of a lot of noise, and the three Aqualish, who were already kind of squabbling, are shocked and surprised and their gut instinct is to start yelling at each other even more and they start slowly meandering over towards those crates to check out what's going on okay well admiral will take this opportunity to i guess try to sneak past them and go towards that hallway to the left there area c c now because they are moving across i'm gonna have you make a skill a uh, stealth skill check okay uh what's my difficulty the two purple again or so they won't hear us right it'll be if they see us they're pretty distracted. Like, we actually got a pretty good result on that, so um, called it an easy one, so one purple. So that is uh, two advantages. Reduced time required. So you were quick, so that makes sense. You were quick. It just says reduced time required, so I'm going to guess that it just means that he was successfully stealthy and he was quick about it as well. And it just might mean that you guys also have to stealth. <laughs> well, yes. His advantage symbols indicate a positive side effect or consequence, even on a failed check. But since you didn't roll a failure, and it's an easy check, I think it's fairly safe that Admiral is not the one to alert people, if if, uh, <laughs> if they are alerted at all. Um, so Admiral can kind of scamper quickly um, around those other containers. Cool. Rockthe would have been, like, following him right after. Uh, yeah, you'll both have to make stealth checks. Okay. Okay, I got well, I got two failures and two successes. So, so they cancel. And then I got one advantage. Yeah. So you as well got the reduced time required. So same result, I guess. <laughs> well, I would have been right by him, so I'm I'm honed in on him, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's see how Lahela does then. Oh God! Someone rolled oh, me. Hela. Oh, uh, what's your stealth? Two green. Or one advantage. Sorry, one success. Yay! And I guess I should roll for QP as well. Oh no. This is the problem with QP. <laughs> I know, but I feel like his skills are going to be useful to us. He also got an advantage, so. Oh yay! Woo! Good job, QP. I mean, luckily they were squabbling and yelling louder at each other, so they're not, like, listening to things right now. <laughs> yeah, not super. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, you can make your way to the door for what we'll call uh, room C which is the hallway on the left side of the map. When whoever tries the door controls presses the buttons, uh, the door opens and there's no there's no key card or there's no lock or anything. Um, and you can proceed into that hallway. Perfect. Yeah. I am so surprised no one sh fired any shots or anything. I really thought that was going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, so there is uh, this is like a feature of this hallway with maybe some windows out into the atmosphere, but there is nothing else to note really in here. Like you can all kind of just move in. The door will close behind you, and uh, the door at the other end you can tell by the by the door console is unlocked as well. With the door console, is this like a Kotor situation where we can touch it and see if there's cameras inside? Uh, no, it's like it's more like the buttons to press, like to open the doors. Can I? Can I sense what's on the other side of the door? Are you, like, going to the door before it's open to sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm walking up to the door and putting my hand and face against it like I'm listening to humming. Okay. Uh, roll a uh, force check, then. Roll one force die. Uh, okay. Oh, I got one dark side. 
Now, you don't have to use that, as we determined last episode. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Or you can use it and slowly descend into the darkness. I don't know what the dark side sense would do. It's more just a morality thing. Because you're lightsiders. So, I go up to the door to try and hear, but get frustrated and, like, turn back to, to my party and just be like, the humming's too loud, I can't tell. Lahela will nod in understanding to, to Rokti and say, it's okay, Rokti, and then she'll turn to Admiral and be like, it's all yours, Admiral, gesturing for him to go ahead and open the door. All right, he will. Admiral, you press the door control, and uh, the door opens up to reveal the crew quarters. This station was meant to be manned by a small crew of skilled laborers, and instead has been taken over by unruly thugs. So these quarters are in disarray. The right wall is bunks. So the right-hand side when you walk in is all bunks. Three stacks of mm -hmm. two. Uh, and there's a food prep area and a lounge sort of thing to the left, along with a door to another room. Um, and at the far right, far end of the room, in the top bunk, a thug is roused by the from from sleep by the sound of the door opening, and he falls out of the top for this bunk. Oh, perfect. Well, Admiral will definitely, um, since he already has his blaster out, um, he will blast him. Lahela is so mad right now. <laughs> You're gonna make her go dark side. <laughs> well, maybe a bad guy shouldn't be in the room and alerted to our presence. Now, for Lahela, for Lahela's sake, which setting on your gun are you using? Um, well, as of right now, it would be on um, not stun. Okay. Lethal. Shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. Uh, make your shot. All right, I shall. Um, so, of course... Since I also have Quick Strike, um, I get to add two blue to my combat check. And it's going to be a... Since you're essentially shooting a man while he's down again, it's going to be uh, an easy or one purple dice check. One purple dice. Uh, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, three advantage, two success. Um, an advantage on, the, on shooting? Grants... So, uh, yes, uh, so since I have three of them, I can technically score a critical hit as well, which is nice. Um, I can also give blue to blue dice to my next allied character's next check, because I have, uh, sorry about that mess, which decreases my critical uh, rating of my pistol. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'll do. So then, since I got two successes, my weapon damage is eight, so then it's eight minus the soak. Um, his soak, because he's not wearing armor, is two. Okay, so he takes eight damage, plus um, a critical injury. Well, it's, he's dead. Oh, he's dead? Oh, dang. Sorry about the mess. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, add uh, a curiosity. Hey, Siri. Roll a D100. Rolling. It's 24 this time. Okay, so plus 10, so 34. He would have been stunned. Well, I'm sure he is technically stunned. Because he's dead. <laughs> he's stunned, but also dead. The target is staggered until the end of his next turn. Well, his next turn is never coming, so... Uh, yeah, so Dope. you get a good shot off and you shoot this guy uh, before he can get back up. Perfect. Lahela will grab admiral's arm and be like what are you doing we could have tried to talk to him first to get past i feel like there's gonna be plenty of guys to deal with and talk to on this station 
We couldn't let him notify the other thugs on this station. Notify how? He was just waking up out of a slumber. What would he have done? We could have talked to him first. You can't just shoot people when you first see them. Well, too late. Lahela <laughs> will just, like, look at him in, like, utter shock. Brokti, if he shoots again, we're heading back to the ship. We can't, we can't be around this kind of influence. It's not the Jedi way. But we're supposed to get that man. We can get him, and we can get him peacefully. What Admiral is doing is uncalled for. But aren't these bad people? It's not our place to make that judgment at this time. We're here We're here to collect the Trandoshan and bring him back, and then it is up to his people and what they do with him. Well, all I can say at this point is that these thugs will not be willing to come with us peacefully. We can't say for sure unless we try to talk to them first. No more shooting until we try to talk to them first. Fine, but if, if it comes down to it, I will shoot to kill. Well, we already can see that that's an obvious thing you do. She'll, like, gesture towards the dead man, and she'll look, like, obviously pained as if she watched... Like, as if she had felt his own life being snuffed out. QP will stroll past you guys as you're uh, arguing, let's say. And uh, you'll notice that he has his vibroblade out of his chest, just in case. And you Ooh. might hear him muttering under his breath as much as a droid can. Something about uh, Jedi and the Clone Wars and something like that. Nice. Uh, so yeah, the, the room is otherwise empty now. The man is dead by the exit door. So there's the bunks on your right, uh, the food prep and the lounge area to your left. and Or sorry, a door to another room on the left. Are there any bags that I can look through? Yeah, like you might see some scattered personal belongings on the bunks. Um, perception, I guess. If you want to roll like a perception check, just to kind of write like to see what you, see what you find through possessions. I can do that. That's great. I got so much perception. <laughs> okay, so I got three success and three advantage. Okay, good result, but there's not a lot of note in the personal possessions. Between all the bags you check, you get about a, a combined, uh, let's say, 80 credits. Um, they have a bunch of death sticks, um, potentially some spice as well, like little small, small <laughs> vials of, of spice, like single dose schnooters. Um, but otherwise, nothing really of note. Oops. Maybe some like scrap blaster parts and stuff like that. So pocket what you want from that. Hey, blaster parts, I could probably use those. I guess I'll like bring everything I've kind of scavenged into the middle of the room for everyone to look through and be like, look, look, I found things. I'm helpful. So they're arguing like like the or the morality of killing that guy, and then you come in and just dump all their personal belongings out, like, look, look, let's take this stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're arguing about the morality of things stuff, and I'm just like, look what I found. Okay, so I took the eighty credits. That's my pocket. Lahela will see nothing of interest to herself. She's far too annoyed with Admiral right now to even consider taking the scraps that these uh, thugs would have had. Um, and then Admiral uh, will show, will raise his blaster up to Lahela and show him switching to stun. <laughs> and then he'll walk over to this other room here and and uh, yeah, try to open it. So the room to the left. Yeah. You press buttons on the console, but um, they, it, it's locked by a key code sequence. A uh, key code sequence. Hey, QP, would you be able to open this by trying to splice it? Uh, QP will warble and uh, roll over to the, the controls. He sends his little um, his little probe arm, like you know, like R2 does in, on the mm -hmm. Death Star. Uh, yeah. Jacks into the port, and he works away for a few moments, and then he, he says, Well, this door was highly encrypted. Seems like it's locked by a highly complicated sequence of numbers. I'm assuming only a few people on the station know. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Just give me a few moments. 
By the way, the dead guy had the code. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, um, I, I was totally going to say, I want to look in his pocket and see what he has, but it was memorized. It wasn't. Well, I wonder what would happen if we try to potentially charm him. Three threats, but two success and a triumph on his computer check. Uh, so what we'll do here is we'll say that after a few minutes, he chirps in success. Hums a little do 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 <laughs> And uh, the alarm go off somewhere else in the station. He was able to, uh. to unlock the door, but someone somewhere knows that you guys are here. And specifically that, that you've opened this door. Perfect. Uh, so let's see what you find inside the door. Okay. Uh, this was the private quarters. Uh, formerly the private room for the foreman, then for Tuscar. This private room is now stripped bare to be a prison cell for a heavily manacled Wookiee. He snarls when the door opens but doesn't recognize you, and he takes a beat to let you speak. Um, oh. Ro Rocky's gonna gasp happily. <gasps> a giant teddy bear! Oh, that's, that's, that's not a good thing to say. She's gonna, like, move forward, like, I always wanted to meet one of you! QP <laughs> <laughs> translates, in case no one knows Wookiee, and says, stay back! Um, wait, 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 wait. Would I, would I, I feel like I would know Wookiee. Sure, Wook. No. Where other planet? Is that part of the outer... Kashyyyk. Um, you, would, you could all make a case, in theory. I totally know Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, because are you proficient in outer rim? Because uh, Kashyyyk's out of it. Is Kashyyyk out of rim? I don't know. I'm, I'm proficient in lore and outer rim um, because being near people always caused my brain to like hurt in all of the like influx, so I'd always study stuff, and so languages and things like that always interested me. You know? You know? Mid rim, yeah. Um... Well, mid rim isn't. We have core worlds or outer. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Rokti seems like she could speak rookie. Rokti seems like the type that would speak rookie. <laughs> oh god. I'll kind of be bouncing on my feet again. Why are you in here? Why are you trapped? Uh, and he he roars again. QP will translate for the benefit of Admiral and Lahela. The Wookiee tells you that he came here to kill Tuscar. Hey, perfect! You can help us. Capture him, at least. <laughs> oh, you must be Palvaka. How do you say his name? Basically that. Palvaka? Okay. You must be Palvaka. You are in our dossier. We were uh, informed that you had been wronged by the man that we are trying to capture and bring back. Uh, the light's kind of bright in Palvaka's eyes, but he does notice now the, the black armband that the Admiral's wearing that marks him as one of the freelancers. And he would comment on, on your pledge status. Since you don't have the symbol on your on mm -hmm. your thing, so he, he knows at a glance this is your first rodeo. Well, at least for the freelance. He'll say that Tiskar wronged him, stole his quarry, and now he's here to kill him. But that he would then quickly apologize, knowing the freelancer's rules, and say that he, he didn't know there was a bounty out on him. But he's not going to let anyone else kill him. Tiskar is mine. Our bounty is either dead or alive, um, if you help us capture him, I'm sure you could talk to the freelancers about your revenge. Because I feel like you're not going to be able to handle him on your own, considering you're in a jail cell. He's not really having that, per se. He says, no, Tuscar is mine. I will kill him and clear my honor. I don't care about the credits. I will speak to Sid on your behalf. But Tuscar is mine. He will not leave the station alive. Well, these two young ladies behind me uh, aren't exactly 
okay with death. And as much as I wouldn't mind killing him, I think you'll have to convince them to allow you to, to kill him. The bounty is dead or alive, correct? Sid will understand. Sid knows of Wookiee's vengeance. Yes, but we're choosing alive because I know that we'll be able to bring him back peacefully. But we can't just leave him locked up. No, of course not, Okti. That wouldn't be good either. Once once we secure Scar on our ship, we'll come back and release the Wookiee and take but off. I feel like we could also use a Wookiee on our side. Who knows how many thugs there are here. Only if he agrees that he will not kill Scar. What if we leave the teddy bear unlocked and then we go our own way? Somehow I don't think he's going to... <laughs> He'll go right for Tuskar, Rokti. We can't allow him just to kill this man. But his choices will be out of our hands. It's not our fault if he does what he believes is right in his mind. But if we're the ones to release him, we've already sealed the fate that he has made. Tuskar killed a man in cold blood. Instead of letting him be captured and serve trial, he was a corrupt official who was using the station. More importantly, he came between a Wookiee and his kill. I don't ask you to understand what honor is. But this Trandoshan has sullied my honor, and I will have it cleared, one way or another. Can I just, like, go to unlock him? How do you unlock his manacle? I feel like that would be my first choice, to, like, go to the lock and break it open with my mind. With you know? your mind. I would just say that you, that you can just do this for the, for the, for this pur- for these purposes, or, like, you can just do it. Okay, so I'll, like, go up to the Wookiee and just look at them and kind of, like, hunch over them to kind of hide what I'm doing. And, like, pat the Wookiee arm, being like, it's okay, teddy bear. I'll do what I feel is right. And, um, kind of force into the lock. And I'll say that I pull them apart. So I just I just break them, you know, with my force pull. I, I'll pull, like, each thing apart, just, like, snapping it. And they fall to the ground. He mutters something about teddy bear while you're working. <laughs> um, but, once, but once the locks are, are, are off, he stands up and thanks you. And... Looks to Admiral and says, I'll be, I'll be sure to put a good word in for you with the, with the freelancers. He has a security droid. Deal with the droid, I'll deal with Tuscar. And Admiral will kind of nod back. Unless you guys have anything else to add to that, he'll move on and go to the door that leads further in from the, queue, from the crew quarters. Yeah, as I'm passing Lahela, I'll turn to her and just, it's what I felt was right. I'm supposed to go by what I feel the force would direct me to. I remember reading about Wookiees and and how honorable they are. And if this is what he feels he needs to do, I don't think we have a place to get in his way of it. Also, you can't just leave him locked up. What if someone came and decided that killing him was was better than just leaving him there? Rukti, by us choosing what to do in that moment, it altered the entire balance of the Force. We don't know what's going to happen now. And now that you've meddled within it, this could lead us down a very dark path. I stand up straight and look her straight in the eye. Us being here this whole time is unbalancing the Force. What happened to the Jedi unbalanced the Force. We now have to live. And I continue walking and, like, catch up to Admiral. Oh, snap. Oh, damn. Caught up to Admiral and, like, continued to follow his footsteps like a habit, like, I'm <laughs> pretending to beat him. <laughs> QP was kind of waiting outside of the room, just within earshot, and... He does like an awkward shuffle back and forth and moves along as well. Palbaka is opening the door now, and he's not really paying much attention to you anymore. He's going to charge on ahead without you, if need be. So with the air heavy between the two Padawans, Palbaka opens the door further into the station and goes in search of your bounty to Scar.
For more information on the show, visit the Quarter Portion Podcast on social media. Please check out our Patreon to help support the show and access bonus content. And until next time, may the force be with you. This has been a production of the Quarter Portion Podcast Network. We also have a special shout out for our Patreon supporters. Thank you to Barry Norton. Woo! By becoming a backer as little as $1 a month, you can gain access to bonus content like previews, looks behind the scenes, and outtakes. And polls to help shape the future of our network. Or at the $5 tier, you can get a shout out in each episode as well as other future perks. For more info on this, check out patreon.com slash quarter portion podcast. Do you have a vision for a cosplay prop, novelty item, or other project, but don't know how to make it without breaking the bank? Nerdful Things has you covered. Ontario's 3D printing experts are committed to quality and affordability. They can forge everything from convention-friendly prop weapons to masks and helmets to small embellishments like belt buckles or pauldrons. You might even find a unique nerdy gift for friends. Check out their gallery and request a quote at www.nerdfulthings3d.com.